I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. In this mini episode, we are giving you an update on the presidential primaries. So grab your calculator for a recount and let's get civical. talking like this because we got some updates we got an update for our primary episode oh man you guys whoa i mean these first two primaries oh man oh man we were i i mean when we did our main episode about the presidential primaries we spoke of we spoke of these first couple with what sounds like hope in our voice (laughs) (laughs) What happened? The caucuses in Iowa, we were talking, we were like, that's weird. That's odd what they do. It's like such a crazy system. Yeah. But we just simply did not predict what happened. It it was crazy. Because I remember, I remember I didn't start watching the stuff. Like I, I had something Monday evening to where I like was only able to like look at updates on my phone. Yeah. And then finally, like, it was maybe I was getting into bed and it was probably like 11 o'clock. And I was like, I haven't 
heard anything. Who won Iowa? And I go and I look at my notifications and it's like, no winner called yet. And I was like, oh my God, God. something, something is rotten in the state of Iowa. Yeah. And it was this caucus kerfuffle. This was the day that I was doing my sanding of my kitchen cabinet doors. Oh, and I had been watching like metaphorical. How metaphorical. I think I had been watching like some background noise TV, like Friends or Seinfeld, like sure. as I was standing and then was like, oh, it's 745. Like I should check and see what's going on yeah. with the Iowa caucuses. Yeah. We should just check in because we should be getting results. Right. And at this <laughs> point, like this is when Steve Kornacki was like about to pull his hair out because yeah. he had told Rachel Maddow, like, we'll get them in. We'll get them in. And Rachel Maddow live on her is like, so we were supposed to have them, Steve. We're supposed to have them, Steve. Steve's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Man, all of the Iowa like representatives who did all of this stuff are like, this was a catastrophe. Catastrophe. I am so, and it was. It was an absolute catastrophe. It was. I'm sorry. When you build an app for like people over fifty don't to build use, an app. and you don't train them, but at all, yeah, and then you expect them to use said app. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, like, How is this not predictable? Are already like you know, go to the back of the gym. <laughs> for Warren and it's like already a mess and then you add an app and the app crashes it's a it's a disaster and it's so funny because I think Nevada was also going to use the app and then they came out and they were like no No. we're not using it no yeah it was it was it was crazy like that's not happened in modern history no this is yeah like that was insane yeah that was crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. So the Iowa caucuses happened on February 3rd. It was a Monday. It was a hot sec after we recorded right two days before. before. We were like, Iowa's about to happen. Yeah. It's a caucus. It's weird. We- <laughs> if I had known, if right. I had known, yeah. we would have We would have tried to warn y'all. Um, <laughs> we would have we- given you a sign. Yeah, no, no, no. The crazy thing, too, is that the Associated Press, the AP, still has not said, it. like, still is not declaring a winner. Sure. Wasn't it too close? Or is it just like the, no, fa- the I math think, there don't trust? I think they, I think there's some inconsistencies. Like So yeah. there was even in the New York Times when I was looking at it, the New York Times said that they found inconsistencies in the data for one sixth of the state's precincts. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a handful. So there's like no nobody, you know, I don't know. You can declare you can claim winning by a percentage vote by a delegate. Oh, sure. ma- I mean, people are declaring. People are declaring left and right. Yeah. It ended up Pete. You know, Mayor Pete Buttigieg got 13 delegates. Bernie got 12. Elizabeth Warren got eight. Biden, uh, Joe Biden got six. And Amy Klobuchar got one. It was a, rel- I mean, like basically a tie between Pete and Bernie. 26.2% yeah. voted for Pete. Um, 26.1% voted for Bernie. Biden and Warren in the state were each up over the 15% threshold. So they got delegates. I feel like there must have been one. I don't know which county it is, but there must have been one little county where amy got above 15 percent so that's how she got her delegate to me because i just uh, the reason why i wasn't talking for a second because i was trying to do the math here this is 40 delegates right it's something like that yeah like we this kerfuffle has happened over 40 delegates not that that's not nothing but it's also for that's why iowa is crazy right it's not like it's california 40 delegates yeah (laughs) how many delegates does california have this that's out of 40 of the the 3,000 plus that they that that are in the delegate pool. But I, I'm just like, this is also what's crazy about Iowa. And we talked about this in our primary episode of yeah. like, why Iowa? And it, you know, has set this tone, this crazy tone of dysfunction and disorganization. Yep. 
and not having a clear winner. It's just like this was a really bad start. Yeah. To this. Yeah. You know, and like granted, I think we'll be able to just like the other good thing is that this is at the top. So we have a very long way to go. Yeah. To regain footing. Right. Yeah. But this was a really bad start and over a state with 40. Not that Iowa isn't important, important but, it's, but it's it's it's, it's 40, 40 delegates. delegates. Yeah. And it's it was it ended up being basically, you know, a dress rehearsal for these candidates. Yeah. I feel like going into New Hampshire especially with the debate in between. Yeah. Or like you kind of start to see like, okay, you know, this is, you know, Biden's at 15%. He's not, that's not great for him in Iowa. No, Biden's bad, yeah. Warren didn't do as well as I think people had hoped. Like, and Amy did, Amy Klobuchar did better in Iowa than I think people expected her to. Sure. But like, so you're, you're talking about a moment where you're like, okay, we've got some results and some real like actual numbers. Yeah. But it also felt a bit like, New Hampshire then felt like a do-over. It did feel like a do-over. Yeah. Which you never really get. No. So the Iowa was a mess. Oof. Hopefully we can revisit the Iowa goes first in the primaries nonsense Michigan for primary season. Yeah. So then we went on to New Hampshire. New Hampshire was on Tuesday, February 11th. So the New Hampshire primaries were... Were- Much easier. It was literally voting. Right. It was voting. It was, it was voting. That we had results by eight o'clock. They were coming in. They were coming in. It was literally like, please come in. <laughs> yep. Colors were popping all over. They were. It was like, okay, great. Let's it was insane. get me the results. Yeah. It was insane to kind of watch. Nobody's sure. Like that's that's the like, like I don't know which candidate I would like. If push came to shove, right now, I'm like, I don't know who I would choose right now it's a lot it's a crowded field it's still yeah and there's no and yang dropped out yang dropped out like michael bennett dropped out new hampshire or like as the results were coming in yeah 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 i was very like you could have just waited for the next day yeah right but it was literally while this happened well it was happening he dropped out yang is gone michael bennett yeah oh yeah he dropped out too so like people started to drop out which is something that you know you would have seen after iowa but because everybody was like well maybe this isn't real yeah right people like this is fake yeah. And then the results in New Hampshire were also very interesting. Again, New like, Hampshire's so small. It's so small, but like, you know. I mean, we're talking a total of, wait, let me do the math. 18 plus 6 is 24. We're talking about 24, 24 delegates. delegates. Yeah, it's really small. Out of 3,000. <laughs> so that is so small. That's that is so really small. so small. That's but that's also why, like, I forget who's like. That's you know, how many people were at my birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's like that's so I, funny. You know, it's I, I. It's not that these states aren't important, but it is like we have to really ground ourselves sometimes in what's at stake, right? Because. But also what the context is. Yeah. Like going into New Hampshire, like the coverage of New Hampshire, I was like, can we reconnoiter about this? Bernie was always going to win New Hampshire. Always sure. going to win New Hampshire. But he didn't. He, he tied. He, he won it. Uh, they tied our, at least the delegates they got. I mean, he won Tied in delegates, wise, but, but he won got, percentage. Yeah. Right. Which um, at the end of the day, you need the delegates. Like, Right. But this was a state that he carried in 2016 by like something like 30 some odd yeah. points. Like, yeah. I mean. An astronomical amount of there was a huge divide between him and Clinton in 2016. Right now, granted, there are more people here in this field, but you should be like it. You, he should have run away with it, and yeah. he did not. I think something that I saw was that he got 
most of his voters were repeat voters as opposed to new voters. Yep. And that's not you good know, for him. Like if Bernie becomes a nominee, let's fucking go, right? But also it's like we need to also look at who's pulling I, the moderate, right? Right. Like who like, is who's getting the new voters right. to come over to them, right? Right. And I I just don't think I mean, there was a whole thing in the New York Times that I I pulled that's about the turnout in New Hampshire. Was it low? So this was it's just it, it's on par with what what it was what the increase would be in voting age population for 2016. So the sure. total Democratic ballots cast this time around New Hampshire was uh, 296,622, which like, sure, you look at the numbers, it's higher than 28 than 2016, which was 250 some odd thousand. Right. Like, yeah, it's almost 50,000 more. But to quote the New York Times, taking into account the state's growing voting age population, it was pretty much on par with the turnout in the past yeah. two cycles in which only one party had a competitive primary. Right. So right. then this guy, um, this guy who's a political scientist at the University of New Hampshire, uh, Dante Scala, calculated before the primary that if turnout rates were similar to for 2020, if they were similar to 2016, taking increase in population, voting age population into account. Democrats could expect 295,000 to 300,000 voters to turn out for this recent, most recent primary mm -hmm. on the 11th. And like, that's what it was. It was 296. Yeah. It really bugged me this last week that all of the articles, even the title of this New York Times article that I pulled these quotes from and these statistics were like the title of the article is something like, hold on, I have to find it. New Hampshire primary sets a record for turnout, but it may be deceiving. Like it's like, well, why can't the title just be the turnout for New Hampshire is deceiving? Right. The high turnout of New Hampshire is deceiving. Is deceiving. Yeah. Or like the articles that are like Bernie won or like, you know, kind of pro spin for Bernie. And I'm like, not OK. Yes. Like technically yeah. he won three more percentage points than Pete Buttigieg. But like. But also but like if I'm what's a, the context. Totally. Totally. But if I'm a candidate and I did win point three percent more of the vote or whatever it is, yeah. I'm going to say I won. Yeah, because it, because it is helpful. Right. And that's yeah. and I think that's why it's like at the end of the day, you have Iowa now, which is what it is. And New Hampshire now in which both Pete and Bernie have placed first and second. And that's and that is going to create a momentum for their campaign, because if you are somebody who like isn't engaged in what's going on or whatever, yeah. and you're just getting wind that like these are the two people that are sort of winning yeah then that just like it, it's human nature right to be like great well let me just consider these two people a little bit more right because they've already won two states they've you won know, or they've come they've come in right. first and second in two right. states right so i don't it's like I, I can't knock any campaign for taking the victories where they can because that's what no, you have to do that's what you have to do but i'm not talking like that i fully expect what i'm talking about is like the coverage of the race should not like it should be more wholesome in its approach to who won what i mean they did a, a better job of it on the tv that i was watching than i've seen in print print yeah yeah i mean which is maybe just that it's a more fluid media and yeah and context and intonation and whatever comes across more easily on tv because you're watching it than reading it in print might yeah. but i'm just like yeah. i think that the media is going to play a big role in the perception i think you're right it's yeah. like I don't I don't trust the media to give full representations. I don't trust the media to right. talk about like voter turnout in a real way, like who is actually turning out, who's getting new voters. The fact that we're only talking about 40 delegates, you know, right, like, right, right. 
Like I'm, I and don't trust. This, like this, like this stuff about voter turnout and the fact that it's on par with what you would have expected given the population increase. The fact that that's like buried in a New York Times article, yeah. like that's very it's not jazzy. Important it's not, context. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not jazzy. It's not jazzy. It's not snazzy. It's uh, it's at the end of the day, it's who's winning. Yep. Um, and not taking into context that we right now we're talking about two very small states who are not fully representative of the nation as far as yeah. like demographic age like it's yep. just you know not that they're they, not that they don't have you know sort of diverse populations but it's yep. not it's not a i don't know it's not a trustworthy polling sample i think no the other thing about it is that and there was this i feel like this was talked more on, about on twitter than it was any place else we love to say, to say it. <laughs> not to say that i like want to go to twitter for my news but it was the only place where like i had a thought in my head and i saw that like somebody with a verified check also had the same thought and i was like <laughs> okay great we're, we're i feel validated um was that if you come and i think they actually did talk about this on the a little bit on the tv that i was watching that night but if you combine like you know the more left-wing ideology leaning ideological leaning uh candidates and then the more moderate Mm-hmm. candidates well, yeah. what you end up is like a 34 so if you combine bernie and warren right like those in new hampshire those uh that percentage is 34.9 mm-hmm. if you combine heat and amy and biden that percentage is 52.6 so sure. like now is it always going to break down like that like no. it, is yeah. maybe a warren voter going to vote for like if she wasn't there would they have voted for pete may you know like right. th- that's not but like take it in the macro sense like, we don't know enough about those individual switches, but take yeah. it in a macro sense of where they're, like, who they're trying to appeal to. Yeah. And and what their, the force of their campaign is about. Yeah. I just feel like, at the end of the day, if the, the argument, like, the, the idea that, like, this is a runaway for Bernie Sanders, I think is crazy if you combine, if you look at the combined totals and you're like, Okay, but the moderate people are the ones do. It's the moderate field that's oh, sure. split, right? Oh, sure. Like the Warren voters, when I feel like you get more people dropping out. I guarantee you, it's gonna. Yeah, this thing's gonna go crazy. I don't think anybody has any like strong footing right now. I think no. it's. I think it's great for Buttigieg and Sanders campaign that they've come out on top and you know consistently. But, but it's also it's like look at Amy Klobuchar. Like she Amy's having a surge. Some, yeah, she got twelve percent something percent in Iowa and now and then nineteen point eight percent in New Hampshire and yeah. the whole concept of like she needs money and she needs boots on the ground to get some kind of real game going for the upcoming yeah states and but yeah I think you're right like the next state is nevada and then after that is south carolina and then and then i feel like we're getting i mean and then march super tuesday is super tuesday like that that's like yeah crazy yeah yeah i think i think it's a really interesting time and i'm glad we're checking in now because i think it's gonna get it's about to get crazy yeah i think it started off crazy yeah <laughs> you know and at the end of the day like obviously i support whoever does become the nominee but mm-hmm. it's gonna be i think we're gonna see more than more than one candidate have a surge i think it could be klobuchar yeah. i think warren very much could like gain her momentum and and come to terms the only person who i'm like actually kind of interested in seeing how it pans out is biden mm-hmm. just because it's not like he underperformed he performed very poorly mm-hmm. you know in in both iowa and 
and New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, and so that's it, like for who for who he, you know I would expect a former vice president to yeah you know be the second or third in both of those states and he and he wasn't yep. you know um in either so yeah that's the only one where I was kind of like oh yeah okay yeah I mean who know you know like again it's this is two two small states so anything yep. can happen but that's just that was surprising to me yeah no hundred percent. Um, so coming up, coming up, we have okay. So February twenty second is Nevada, which is registered Democrats only. They vote in a caucus. Oh God, it's a Triggering. caucus, <laughs> but it's on a Saturday, so maybe like maybe more people. More, well, at least they certainly know. are like, let's not be Iowa. They're not using the app. They're not using okay, great. We're using cell phone. We're I'm using like, phones to call in the numbers. Just like I don't know. Just like don't do it. Don't do anything new. Okay, no. like if you didn't test this out, like in a in a regular like your state, whatever, if you didn't test out this caucus app, don't do it now. Don't, don't do, do it now, now in the general, uh, the the federal primaries. No. And then the week after that, February 29th, is South Carolina, which is registered Democrat vote in a primary. Okay. Straight so up voting. Polls. We love it. March 3rd is Super Tuesday. Hey. Huge, 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 huge amount of delegates. Um, it's Alabama, Arkansas, California, which is like the big ticket That's prize. A big one, yeah. Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, and Virginia. They all they're all primaries. Jeez. Yeah. That's, it's that's a big so day. many, yeah. That's a ton of delegates. It's a ton of delegates, and it, you're gonna see like where. I mean, now we start watching to see where people are going, right? Like, yeah. I think Amy Klobuchar goes more towards like the the more like I don't see her spending a lot of time in California. Maybe like parts of California, right? Sure. Like yeah. maybe like Orange County, yeah, parts of California that are a little bit more like like not L.A. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Bernie Sanders, like the the liberal left is gonna go for parts of those states that are going to give them the yeah 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 the you know yeah and i feel like nobody's going to go to vermont why would you sure i mean <laughs> well isn't amy from minnesota mm-hmm. yeah so so yeah there? you know like yeah that's like you sure. know go, who's you going know? to texas i want to see it who's, i know can't let's see but they're all going to go to texas because be it's a big state to, it's a big state but it's also like a state that's in you know a long trajectory of yeah she's she's got shades of purple yeah she's 50 shades, shades of, purple. of purple yeah that'll be it'll be interesting to see who's yeah. who's campaigning where yeah so look out for that yeah we'll give you a hint on what they're what they're aiming to do yeah so guys we will check in with you after march 3rd uh, and we'll have more of an idea i mean that's gonna be do you think we'll see more dropouts after march 3rd oh yeah yeah right i think you'll see dropouts depending on like who like if i, I if if Biden doesn't do any better and by like South Carolina, I don't know how you keep going. Yeah. Because at that point, like it's pretty clear. Yeah. And people will start to make decisions. And then I, I think, you know, after Super Tuesday, if it's like somebody's got 500 and then 400 and the next person is like hovering around like 70, like yeah, there's just to, no way yeah, you come back from that. Work, so you have to, yeah. Yeah. So, so do you think we'll be down to two to three candidates by March and after Super Tuesday? I would. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's hope traditional, so. not like traditionally. Look, none of this is traditional. But this is all everybody's acting up. All right, guys. Well, that's our little update. Um, if you are in any of the states that we just listed, please go out and vote for literally whoever. We support whoever you want to vote for. Just vote because yeah. it's flipping hot. It's hot. It's sexy. It's sexy. 
it's you know it's we, the uh, one voice that we like we get to vote it. in our primary we get to vote in the general we vote for our yeah. representatives vote for, for whoever makes you feel use your right it's your right vote i don't care i do not care just do it but we love you so so much and if you liked what you heard you can find us on twitter and instagram at let's get civical you can rate us you can review us you can subscribe to us and we will see you next wednesday goodbye